0: hey guys welcome back this is inside fitness radio presents total fitness podcast my name is matthew i'm walter and we're just going to right into it today we're we're not even gonna you know introduce this just watch the video
1: okay you know how some people eat and eat and eat and they just can't gain weight why is it so hard to believe that the opposite is also true
0: why is it so hard to believe the opposite is true walter because she's obviously spitting logical fact right there.
1: They're absolutely logical. I mean, it makes sense that if A, then
0: B, except
1: <laughs> A is wrong. So, I mean, the person who says they, they eat and eat and eat and can't gain weight is either lying about what they can eat or working out like crazy all the time. Yeah.
0: Well, or mm-hmm. perhaps
1: has a tapeworm. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. Logically. Yeah, that could be it. All right. Let's look at person A. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a little diagram here. I hope you guys can see that. No, you cannot. Anyways, I was gonna write this down to make it to show her point. A whiteboard. Yeah, I could do that, couldn't I? So yeah. the issue that she is claiming here is it's just so wrong, man. You okay? So basically, what it starts off with is if you're the type of person that claims they eat and eat and eat, I was this person. I was 115 pounds as uh as a teenager trying to gain weight. I couldn't gain weight, but I ate so much. I ate breakfast. I ate lunch. I ate dinner. I had a snack. You know, I could crush a pizza every weekend. I, if I went to McDonald's, I could have a hamburger. Like, I could do a two Big Macs. Right? So, I, it, it must be I just can't gain weight. Until somebody told me, hey, dumbass maybe start tracking the food that you're actually eating really like measure out everything and see what you're actually eating in terms of calories. And I didn't even start with measuring. I just started with what I actually ate. So breakfast, one slice of toast and a small amount of peanut butter lunch. And again, this was in high school. I started this. So lunch, my mom made me, um, a a six inch sandwich, ham, bit of cheese, a little bit of lettuce, butter on the bread, and an apple. I would eat half of the sandwich. And I would I take eat... one bread off. No, I've like she cut it in half and I would just eat oh, three okay. inches of it. Yeah. Because I, I, would take I would... one
1: bread off and just sort of yeah no it. I just wasn't hungry. Okay.
0: So I would give the other half to my friend who really was hungry. So I was like, here you go. And then dinner was what my parent my mom made, which was chicken. And either rice or quinoa, typically that was what it was. Okay, not bad. Except that chicken breast is extremely lean meat. And if I'm only eating like a portion the size of my palm, that's like three three ounces, maybe 150 mm. calories, and the same amount of rice or quinoa with broccoli. And I do that like Monday through Friday. But then like but Saturday the snack
1: night,
0: was big. Well, that's it. But then like Saturday night, it was like I could have an extra large pizza why am I not gaining weight? Cause I severely underestimated how many calories I was having. Even when I started measuring out, I was still under eating. Mm. I was like, you man, training at the time too. I was training at the time too. You're already training. There's I was there. training. I was doing weights. Plus I was doing rugby. So I was burning and boxing. So I was doing a lot of calories too. Yeah. So for me to actually get to the point, I was, I finally realized it was perfect. It was, uh, I cannot remember the power lifters name. Very famous power lifter, not Ed Cohen. But, anyways, uh basically eat until you're full and then keep eating. Yeah. Do not leave yeah. your seat until all the food on your plate is gone that you were supposed to eat. If you want to gain weight, that is what you have to do, especially as a skinny guy. You have to eat and eat because we don't have that hunger. We we're so used to a pretty much a crappy metabolism. Everybody's metabolism, there is no, if you're skinny or if you're overweight, there is no difference in metabolism, realistically. Metabolism is pretty standard across the board. What about
1: hormones?
0: (laughs) What about my gut biome? Well, there is very few percentage of the population, very minuscule percentage of the population that actually has issues with their hormones, their thyroid, whatever, that it does make it harder. But the thing still applies that calories in and calories out, there is no... PCOS. And my favorite example is PCOS. PCOS increases your leptin and ghrelin levels, meaning you Mm. want to eat more. And when you start eating more, your body doesn't really tell you to stop eating. So you're hungrier. Plus your body isn't giving you the cues and the signals right away to actually kind of stop. Um, It doesn't make you gain weight though. Having PCOS does not make you gain weight. It fucks up your hormones that makes you want to eat more. Eating more will make you gain weight. So, yes, they go hand in hand, but it's not. It's kind of like saying A is B, but A is wrong. Yeah. That's exactly
1: what what she's doing. She's giving us those bad examples. I just like the fact that her acting teacher at some point must have told her that it's important to play with a prop. (laughs) I Um, know, right? (laughs) It's like, ooh, this is gooey peanut butter. Obviously, she believes in healthy peanut butter. It's not blended with sugar or anything else it's just gloop um (laughs) but you know it 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 bothers me because it's playing on on a belief system that a lot of people have yeah you know that that uh, i can't lose weight because of my issues and now i've got proof that other people can't gain weight because of the same issues so i must be right yeah And I know people constantly talk about their hormone levels and and, cortisol and stuff like that as as a deterrent to being able to do the work. But then if you examine their diets, you know why they're not losing weight.
0: So what do you do? Hopefully you get somebody who isn't going to bullshit you and they will tell you the proper and sustainable way of doing it. Exactly. I was talking to a client of mine yesterday and, uh, She, she hates diet culture and she, you know, she doesn't believe in the whole diet culture in terms of like, you know, having to jump on a specific diet, you know, cut out carbs and all that, which I don't either. No. Right. Um, She hates the word diet though. And I said, you know what? It's funny you say that because diet does not mean the same thing it used to mean. I used to tell people that I would diet trying to gain weight. I was on a diet to gain weight. Diet is what you put in your mouth. Anything that you eat is considered your diet, whether that's cheese. See, see or that's ice. the problem. It, it's the word "on."
1: There's a difference between my diet is, and I'm on a diet. Yeah. If I'm on the diet, it's a, an imposed weight loss method that I'm using, and it can be A, B, C, or D. Um, but my diet is just this is the way I eat.
0: Mm-hmm. But you know. we've gotten so far away from that idea, right? Cause I would, I would tell people like, I'm, I'm dieting right now. And they're like, but you're eating cheeseburgers. Like you have a cheat meal and you're, I bring, you remember, I bring cookies into the, when I first started training. Do you remember that? I, I would go down to the, the grocery store below our gym. I would, and I hated you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would literally come back with a pack of cookies and people are like, Oh, did you buy that for us? And I'm like, no, this is my snack. This is my pre-workout. And they're like, Oh, Okay. And then I would tell them like, yeah, I'm dieting right now. I'm trying to gain weight. And They're like, huh? I'm my th- my diet is to gain weight.
1: Yeah, reverse diet.
0: Sure, right. The that, opposite of the only the way diet.
1: they can understand it.
0: Yeah, which also reverse diet is wrong. On so many, there's so many coaches that use the word reverse diet when they don't understand what coming off, of a, coming
1: off of coming off of the show.
0: Yeah, but they look really? at it and they're like. Let's talk about that because this actually does relate. So when you're talking about a reverse diet, it's kind of the same idea. People have misunderstood this term. Reverse diet is basically coming off of a restrictive diet. So you don't bounce back and gain a ton of body fat. Mm. That is like the standard. That's what people kind of understand. There's so many coaches and people online and just social media influencers that are like, I have my new client. This is what she she used to be eating twelve hundred calories a day. I made her reverse diet. Now she's eating eighteen hundred calories a day, and she's losing weight. And you know she looks great. She was not eating twelve hundred calories. That's again it relates. You do not eat twelve hundred calories and gain weight. You do not eat twelve hundred calories. Your body doesn't go into starvation mode, and it just stays at the body fat it was. I hate to use this example. Go look at photos of the internment camps. Go look at photos of the Jewish imprisonment camps in World War II they weren't eating shit what because it wasn't a 1200 calorie diet their body didn't recognize they were in starvation mode they were just actually starving like come on use some logic they were underestimating how many calories they ate through a day or better yet they thought they did like maybe Monday and Tuesday but then they stopped caring and they're like all these little snacks all these sauces maybe they're not actually weighing out their food properly they're not measuring out a tablespoon of peanut butter they're doing four tablespoons that's not a reverse diet yeah the reason they're able to lose weight at 1800 calories versus what they thought was 1200 was because they're still probably under their calorie maintenance they're still probably in a deficit but they're on a more consistent healthy diet so they don't because feel they as are hungry. now measuring and watching what they're eating and they- Again, you're probably eating a higher protein diet. You're probably eating yeah. more consistently, especially if you're with a coach, you're going to want to actually do it and do it properly. So you're not going to be as hungry because you have consistency and you understand you're eating the right healthy things that are going to satiate you better. But it's not a reverse diet. That's not a reverse diet. This applies to the same, whatever her name was, uh, let's see here, what was it, Kenzie or something? I don't know. It, it, it's the same thing. Underestimating, overestimating.
1: Yeah. No, I, I. Nobody wants to measure. Nobody wants to be aware of the exact thing that they're taking in. That's the problem, and I, it is really difficult to get people. I, I'm, I'm like, you don't put the fork in your mouth till you write down what you're eating. Get it? It's quite simple. Don't wait until. Two days later, to go, oh, I'd better fill in my forms. Because uh, you, you will, again, not, you'll estimate and not get it right. Um, <coughs> but nobody likes to do that. Nobody likes to be really cognizant. And it's not about losing weight. It's just about look, looking at a plate and going, well, is it slopping over the edges?
0: Literally. Yeah. Yeah. It comes down to, Portion size like it could even just this is my meat this is my carb this is my fats that's my veggies like yeah don't go back for seconds eat healthier meals don't snack throughout the day like if you're going to go for a snack don't go for the cookies go for an apple make the wiser choices be moderate work in moderation yeah my question for you is how would you deal with somebody who says they do not track because of past eating disorders or they just do not like doing it. Like there is something that triggers in their head. How would, how do you deal well, with it? Well, there's
1: a, I mean, I'll say there's a big difference between I don't like doing it and I have a past eating disorder. Yeah. Uh, I would ask how they got out of the eating disorder. If they were uh, ana- I'm not, I'm not anemic, anorexic, anorexic, thank you. If they were anorexic, did they just one day go? I'm going to eat everything. Or did they start measuring what they were eating to make sure that they were measuring to that they were eating the proper amount. Um, bulimia is a different story because I mean, they're still eating. They're just getting rid of it before it can do anything. So, uh, I mean, I, I would say, I know it's difficult and I would probably then say, okay, then let's, let's use the portion size method, right. As opposed to weighing your food, measuring your food and, and writing it down. <laughs>
0: Also, you still have to be aware of
1: how much it is that you're putting in your mouth.
0: Yeah. What I've done is I would give people recipes and be like, this is a great breakfast. This is a great lunch. This is a great dinner. This is good snacks. No, and I would take off the calories and all that shit. So they didn't have to look at it. They would just make the food. I'm like, I knew what, you know, approximately if they didn't want to even weigh themselves. I mean, looking at, I would be like, upload a progress photo. Tell me your height. I can estimate maybe kind of what you're at. Yeah. And you don't have to step on the scale. If you're getting stronger in the gym, if you're eating the meals that I'm asking you to eat or uh, whatever recipes that I gave you and you're enjoying them, that's a win for me. When you're looking, and this is where social media, especially people like this girl, pissed me the fuck off, is they are the ones that are like, fuck diet culture, but you are the ones that are perpetuating diet culture. Yes, you have all these other influencers who are very fit and they look incredible guys and girls. And, you know, maybe they're lying about what they're actually doing. They have great genetics. Maybe they don't tell you they take steroids. Maybe they don't tell you they had 15 years of training on you. And they're like, this is what I eat. So you try to eat it and it doesn't work out for you. And, you know, there is obviously the people who are very fit perpetuate certain things, you know, the cover and we're, we're slowly getting away from that, thankfully. But Honestly, the people that say shit like this are keeping us there because they're not giving actual proper information. That Watching that is going to allow somebody to accept their situation.
1: Well, you know, uh, again, I hate to say it, but the way that she planted it and was discussing things, to me, it's Fox News. You know? Let's not actually give any facts. Let's just sort of insinuate that something might be the case and leave it at that. Maybe there's something on Hunter, Hunter Biden's uh, laptops. Shouldn't we find out?
0: You know? <laughs> this is her Instagram here. Okay. She's a motivational speaker. She has almost 400,000 followers. Oh, my God. She has God. a podcast. She is perpetuating her own ideas and logistic or like his, her logic. And everything she does is about her weight. I mean, it's almost just this bad, like she's the type that would bash somebody who is talking about their fitness all the time. And yeah. I think I've seen a video, I'm not sure where it was, if it was here or on her TikTok. She was talking about like, you know, and so many people do, screw people who say this is what they eat in a day. You know, that yeah. this is what I eat a day as a fitness influencer they're not telling you, you need to eat that. This is just, this is what I personally eat. But then people yeah. like her come along and they're like, screw you, you're horrible for telling us what to eat. And you're horrible for showing people uh, it's so unrealistic to eat like that all the time. And you know what about people who have issues with eating disorders or can't lose weight because of hormonal issues? You're just being, being ignorant. Hmm. It's ignorance. I don't see anywhere in here do you, Walter, anything about um, her background in any sort of medicine, any sort of training, any no, sort of dietitian? No.
1: Nothing you know, at Like all.
0: every single thing is about, you know, weight loss and, you know, her weight and how she's, go through her shit, man. It's, it's all about how awesome it is. You know, being to. overweight and how she right. About how proud she is about, you know, being overweight and stuff, which is fine. Yeah. I don't give a shit.
1: Well, here, here's the thing though. <laughs> if I have to talk about how huge my cock is all the time, and <laughs> chances are it's not. And if I have to talk about how happy and proud and wonderful my life is at this size, then there's a chance that it's not. Or that I'm not. So she's Covering she's whistling in the dark, she's covering some of her own insecurities. Yeah. I have nothing I think there's nothing wrong with being happy the way she is. But the fact that she has to protest so much, the Lady Doth protest too much, um, to me says that no, that's not the case. If you have to although then people could say that I I must really feel insecure about my age because I'm constantly talking about (laughs) your age. But no, and I understand
0: where she's coming from because her business and her uh, audience is that, is those people. Your audience is the longevity. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, speak to your audience. Obviously, you don't give wrong information to your audience. No. She is saying stuff like, you can't lose weight and you can't gain weight because A, B, or C. That's wrong. There's You're just saying things that are very wrong. And that's where, again, I, I truly do not care. If you're underweight, overweight, six-pack, 200 pounds of muscle, I do not give a shit. If you are happy with your life and you understand that and you're active and you're trying to be better every single day, Okay, the one thing I will say is being 400 pounds is not healthy. Being 90 pounds as a fully grown adult, unless you're like four foot 11, is not healthy. Yeah. You know, working out three times a day is not healthy. Never working out is not healthy. Exactly. And just making having your diet be so restrictive is probably not healthy either. You know, when, when I was, people always applauded me when I was bodybuilding telling me like, oh, you're so dedicated, which I was anything I do. I am very dedicated to when I was bodybuilding, I thought to myself, I was lying to myself that I was eating very healthy meals, rice and chicken and broccoli. It's not that unhealthy realistically, but I wouldn't eat fruit because it was extra sugar and it was extra calories in my diet. I couldn't do that. The, the unhealthy, but, but, but
1: let's be honest, this is pre contest.
0: Well, no, but the, my point of Yours? this is it still, yes, it's very healthy compared to other people, but yeah. it was not healthy for this. People mm-hmm. misunderstand, uh, 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 really misunderstand what the term healthy is as well. Lying to yourself and trying to exude confidence because you're so insecure, but you're lying to yourself to just push past it. That is not healthy. Being in this mindset of, just not being able to, I don't know, like I'll, I'll leave it at that because I could go on for hours about this because I was there with my depression, my anxiety, my body dysmorphia.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just, this needs to be healthy. This needs to be healthy. I know that I am very healthy right now. I'm healthier than 99.9% of the people on planet earth. I still want to be better though, because I know I'm capable of more. that's the other thing too. My very last point, is why would you not want to see how strong and how fast and how great your body can be, like how well you could use it? There's something to me that is so joyful. And I think I speak for anybody who works out. There's so much joy to being being able to understand. I just picked off the groceries off the the floor and wow, that was really easy. I felt really strong doing that. It doesn't have to be, you can hike 12 kilometers in two hours because you just sprint up a mountain. That doesn't have to be it.
1: The fact that you can hike up the mountain at all, and it can take eight hours. You're better than someone who can't make it for 10 feet. You know, Um, the the joy of of fitness is is incredible. But I know the answer that you're going to get is, well, isn't it just a little bit vain to have to worry about? how your body can do this and how your body can do that. But I I think, no, neither do you then ignore your mind to just get your body in shape. It is the overall organism, you know, be in shape physically, be in shape mentally, read a book, um, things like that that are, are equally important to create an overall healthy organism.
0: The other thing too is uh, you get the argument of well you're we're we're gonna die I may as well enjoy my life. Is getting winded walking up the stairs that enjoyable? Like you may not notice it on a daily basis, but like, is it enjoyable to get winded walking up the stairs? Is it enjoyable to not being able to do a push up? And I'm really I do not want to sound like I'm bashing people that you know can't. I just want to make it a point that there is more to life than just living in the social media realm and, you know, lying to yourself and just telling yourself you're so happy and positive and proud for just who you are. Mm. You need to nobody, even this idea of like very rich people are born into being rich. Sure. They could still be a very shitty person. Now you have to decide what you want to be in life. You have to decide what you want to do. If that is, Being a fat phobic or you know somebody who's uh, against fat phobia and is an activist for for obese and overweight people, that's your calling, great. But to come online and tell people that calories, uh, you know, calorie deficits don't work the same way for men that it does for women. You know, it's not as easy because of hormonal issues. You know, I've tried everything and I can't do it. Stop lying to yourself. I am not a doctor. I can't go to a surgery room and say, "Hey, let me in," you know, because yeah, I failed in school, but you know, I still deserve to be here because you know I feel special, and that's I what want you are. To, I want to do this surgery. That's
1: what they're I trying dare to you do. Stop me,
0: right? Anybody, and I do the same. I want to feel special. That's why I come online and I talk the way I do and I say the things I say online, and you know. Even my music, you know, the people I'm friends with, I want to feel special. Walter wants to feel special. Everybody watching at home wants to feel special. (laughs) But when you were not corrupting, almost corrupting, but what's the word I'm looking for? Harming, maybe Hmm. harming minds, telling people that they don't need to improve because it's okay to be who you are. That's what really gets me. It whether it's fitness, mindset, whatever be active, exercise, fuck man, exercise twice a week and just eat healthier. I don't care. yeah, yeah. just do something. Just keep try to be your best self. That's it. not the best
1: person, not the best one. You don't have to win the race but be the best self you can be. and that involves uh, life is a journey. It is not a you are born and stay the same. Obviously, we get bigger, we grow older, all those things. If you're living this journey, you need to grow along the journey. And uh, I, I think that attitudes of, well, you can't change anything, only holds us back from being the best that we can be. Yeah. Because everything can be changed mm-hmm. in a thought. Also belief, right? I mean, we, we, we mm-hmm. were talking about this
0: the other day, but...
1: The the day that I quit drinking, the day that I quit smoking, it Mm -hmm. was a thought. It was a decision. Boom. Yeah. My life was changed forever. Forever. Yeah. You know, it's all it takes. But if you go, oh, well, you know, you can't really.
0: I have not yet met a single person who has lost weight from being obese or overweight, not lost weight going in going crazy to a bodybuilding competition because i know a lot of bikini girls who yeah. completely overdid it and uh but they're still in great shape now but just they don't restrict that much main point i have yet to, what the heck was that <laughs> phone call sorry i have yet to meet a single person
1: mm.
0: who has trained with me or just been in the gym and has said man i am I hate the fact that I lost this 50 pounds. I hate the fact that I'm stronger. I hate the fact that I put on muscle. I hate the fact that I get eight hours of sleep a night and I've organized my schedule so well. I hate the fact that I can pick up my kids and not throw my back out. I hate the fact that my knee pain is completely gone because I've actually been able to squat properly instead of just sitting on my ass doing nothing. Yeah. Not a single fucking person. Another of I, actually, you know, that, that's a really good point. Nobody
1: complains like that. They complain about the journey sometimes, about the diet they were had to be yeah. on, or, oh, I wish I could do whatever. Oh, I didn't want to come to the gym. I don't want to go to the gym today. That happens to me a lot, but I go anyway. So I know that at the end, what I'm going to get out of showing up, even though I don't want to be there today, Other than the fact that I have to go to work, Um, you know, is, is uh, that's partially what it's all
0: about. You have. It's so cliche to say this. You either be uncomfortable now and reap the rewards later. Or you accept the comfortability now and deal with the consequences later. I have met, so I was chatting with a gentleman who just start, uh, signed up for the boxing gym last night. He was saying to me that basically, and this, it, it, it happens a lot. High school, not as active, still doing a little bit in university, became even less active, started going out, partying, started getting money, uh, making more money and started being able to, you know, you know, life gets gets in the way. You have to pay bills, your schedule gets crazy, all that stuff still eating the way he was. You don't really notice that 20 pounds weight gain and eh, whatever, you know, I'll, I can easily lose it. Cause I could do that in high school. I could do that in yeah. university. And then all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you're 275 pounds. And you, and he said to me,
1: and it ain't muscle.
0: No. And he said to me, I was trying to carry my niece up the stairs, two year old niece. And I was winded walking up 10 steps yeah. and realized how weak I felt. I needed to change. And I asked him, I was like, what are you doing right now? Like, Because he was coming in. He's been coming in three times a week. He's doing great. He's doing 75 hard right now. He's doing like two workouts a day. He hates it some days. I, I, I sat there chatting for him with like 30 minutes. I was like, you know, how's the diet been? How's the lack of, you know, no alcohol? How's the, he's like, it's hard. Hence the name of the program. But it is fucking hard. It is uncomfortable. I have a vision board that I made with my fiance the other day. Everything on there in terms of what I want to accomplish for this year, it it shows what I, for those who don't know, I produce music, I DJ, it shows what music labels I plan to get onto. It shows how much money I want to make. It shows the, uh, the total fitness podcast, what we want to do with this. It shows all that. I look at that. I'm like, man, that would be a great life to have being able to see myself on stage performing at EVC and, you know, being signed to so-and-so label, right? Wow. That's awesome. Then you start thinking about all the shit you have to do to get there. And you're like, holy fuck, that's going to be, I have to wake up at what time? I have to put how much hours of work in? I have to not go out. I can't sit on the couch when I get home anymore. I can only do it once a week. You know, that's the stuff that people get so afraid of. But look, man, if if you told me that I could literally be playing at EDC stage the main stage in three years, if as of every single day, I just worked on my music three, four hours a day. I connected with the right people. You know, I did the grunt work even when I did not want to do it. Am I not going to fucking do it? You're telling me I can live my dream in three years just by doing the the work that I don't want to do when I do, or doing the work when I don't want to do it. Let's
1: look at the ones who are and let's look at what they put into it. You know, I mean, you read JLo's stories, right? And, uh, and and you know, and you know, she does marathons and triathlons and and everything else on top of singing every day and dancing every day and trying to run businesses and trying to do all those things. That's not from sitting around watching TV. Granted, she can afford to have a few assistants along the way.
0: But it's it still that way, though. getting up and doing those things every day, every day. But I love that. It's like, I love the argument. It's like, well, they're so famous and they're rich. They can do whatever. They didn't start that way. No. You know, I know a lot of people in amazing positions in life right now with millions of dollars in the bank. The amount of shit they had to go through and still go through on a daily basis. Sure, they can hire me to be their trainer. Sure, they can hire a meal prep service so they don't even have to cook their food because they can afford it now. They couldn't do it when they were 20 through 30 through 35 through 40. They didn't hit success until they were 45, 50, 60. You see a glimpse on social media and people post their highlight reels. That is not life. Nobody shows the work that Mike Tyson had to put in to become world heavyweight champions, get paid $30 million in one night. Nobody sees the work that Chris Bumstead had to do his entire life. Now you see it through a YouTube video once every two weeks or so. You see maybe a little bit of a workout. You don't see him eating every day. You don't have the mindset of what he deals with. He owns a business, a massive business now. But he was also doing this for years and years and years. Consistency pays off. Maybe not in the same way as Jeff Bezos making whatever billions of dollars he made. Or, you know, whatever, again, I'm a DJ, so whatever Gates. DJ, right? I'm not, who knows, maybe I'll be the same level as Avicii, maybe I won't be. Am I not going to try to improve to get to that point, though, and consistently put in the work, even when it sucks? What do you really People doing?
1: who do put in that work are the ones who get to that level. So your chances are much better, certainly much better than if you just went, I'm going to work on my music for an hour a month. See how it goes? Yeah, see I'm a DJ. You know? The
0: best thing I did last year, so I I would go through that. I would go through, like, periods of working on music, like, hardcore, and then I would stop for, like, a month. And then I just was like, you know what, fuck it, let's try just doing, like, an hour a day. And within, like, six months, I ended up signing to my first label. And now I'm like, I didn't even think it would be possible to sign to a label that I'm dreaming about. And I have people on that label telling me that yeah it's about three to six months away for me yeah you know i still have to work and fine-tune and you know get that and keep putting that work in and yeah you'll get rejected a few times yeah you'll have some setbacks but you just gotta keep fucking working
1: people get rejected all the time all the time imagine being you do we even know what this is what a fuller brush man is Fuller brush, no. Fuller brush. Okay. It's like an Avon lady. You know what an Avon lady is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Door-to-door salesperson. He would sell brushes and shoe polish and all kinds of shit like that. Right. And imagine being that guy eight hours a day. How many rejections do you have to go through? And yet there were people raising their kids, paying for a house, doing everything they had to do, doing that business every day. You know? But they were consistent, A lot of times because they had no other choice. You got a couple of kids and a mortgage payment and everything else. You got to do it. Right. But
0: they kept going. Yeah. Well, sometimes rock bottom and, you know, the fear of literally not being able to do anything. And especially when you have other people in your life that are depending on you. Yeah. Yeah. You got to smarten up. That's it. To wrap this all up, you need to know what you want out of life. You need to stop listening to bullshit. Actually listen to people who know what they're talking about for once. And just be consistent. Understand it's not going to be an easy journey. It's going to be hard. There's going to be times where it's great and bad. It's going to be uncomfortable. Like Whatever you want out of life, if you want a better life, which should be the only thing that people want out of life, is to improve in whatever way it is. You still need to have a strong body and mind. Because at some point... Sure, you could be the greatest painter in the world. But what if you start losing the what if you start losing nerves and feelings in your hand and you can't paint the same way yeah. because you just stopped caring about your health? It's a true story. Painting that's all it comes down because to. Because of diabetes, you have to lose a hand. Well, that's, that's it. And also, last point, we say this all the time working out, eating healthier. You perform better in everything you do. Everything. Everything. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Guys. And girls.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, get a coach. Yeah, this is us. Talk already. to someone. Talk <laughs> to someone yeah. who can maybe help keep you in line. Um, it's a good idea to have an accountability buddy.
0: Also find the people. Actually, do research. If you're following people on social media, follow the people that A pertain to what you are trying to get out of life in terms of your goals or your fitness. Also, make sure they're not speaking out of their ass. You do need to do your own research in this day and age. You cannot trust what everybody puts out because a lot of the time it may not be the full picture. It may not be pertaining to you as an individual. You do need to do a little bit of your own research, but don't look for the confirmation bias because you do not want to put in the work. That's it. Correct. Yell at us in the yeah. comments, <laughs> please do. As always, guys, you know where to find us. Any questions, comments, we'd love to hear from you. Give us some hate, you know, yeah, makes our It's great. It's great. <laughs> Stay safe, guys. Stay breezy, guys.
1: Take care.